Welcome to the PSI Monthly Podcast. My name is Kat and I will be your host. And on behalf of PSI Seminars, welcome to the podcast. PSI has been offering personal growth seminars around the world for over 48 years. And each month on these trainings, we explore tools and techniques from the PSI Basic Course as a free resource for you in your ongoing personal growth and self-improvement. For those of you who are new to PSI Seminars and would like to find out more about our basic course, you can go to psibasicseminar.com. Today, we are talking about your vision for the future. We have a very powerful guest with us, our own director of training, Kathy Quinlan Perez. She has been in the personal growth industry for over 30 years, and in addition to the PSI Basic Seminar, she also facilitates both the Life Success Course and the Women's Leadership Seminar. Kathy, are you with us? I most certainly am, Kat. Thank you very much. Welcome, welcome. So why don't we start off uh, by just talking about vision. So what do you mean by vision and having a vision for the future? As we were talking about even having this conversation, I started listening to some of our other podcasts that we had done together. And I listened to the one from last December, uh, 2019, and we were talking about uh, living your best life. And then when we had spoken about doing something and talking about vision, it's like, okay, so what is a vision? And as I was rereading some of Mr. Wilhite's teachings, and he had a line in there that said, if you have to ask what is a vision, you don't have one. And I thought that was a really interesting way to put it. And I think that uh, to really create a vision for ourselves, we have to step out of our life for a moment and do some internal work on ourselves to start to ask ourselves what is really important, what really matters to us, because that's where it all starts. So a vision is bigger than us because a vision is what we are actually, how we live our life and what we are creating as I would say our legacy. And every single day we are creating. The question is, what are you creating? And are you really in alignment? So I would say when you ask that question, what is a vision? I always look and go, it's my purpose. It's my driver. Like I have a gigantic picture of who I want to be as a woman, as a mother, as a wife, as a businesswoman, as a friend, as a sister, as a daughter. And everything that I do every single day when I am congruent and in alignment is going to be living out that vision. Does that make sense? Absolutely. That makes complete sense. So what do we need to do to get ourselves in alignment then? Oh boy, that is a big question, Kat. You know, so I got to tell you, I, I was very lucky this last weekend. I got to do the basic in Phoenix, Arizona, and I will definitely give a huge shout out to the Phoenix office and all the graduates in Phoenix, incredible people. Like here we are in the middle of a pandemic. Most of us are in, you know, recommended shutdowns. And it was incredible to see the hunger for the people that were in the basic seminar. 
because they came there knowing that they're going to be social distanced, knowing that they're going to be wearing a mask. But there was something that drove them there, meaning that I've got to get myself, my mind right. I've got to get my mindset right so that I can create what's next. That's the beginning. We've got to take time out of our lives and really start to see what is my mindset. Because the truth is, is that the best weapon that we have is our mind. And so what is it that we are letting into our mind? What are we planting in our mind? Because how we create that congruency as we start to do that inward journey and peeling the layers of the onion back and starting to really ask ourselves, what is it that I say to myself, really? What is it that I say to myself about myself? What is it I say to myself about other people? What do I say to myself about what's about the world? And we have had the most challenging year in for the in the world. Now, some people have thrived in that challenge and some people have not. There's not a lot of uh, in between. But I got to tell you that if we really start to concentrate on what I'm saying, and what I put in my mind, the pictures that I put in my mind of what's possible and what's not possible because we will, our thoughts become things. So the first step in creating that alignment is I've got it. I have got to know what my thoughts are. So as we teach in the basic seminar and work with in all of our classes through the leadership seminars is that we have a conscious mind. We have a subconscious mind. We have a super conscious mind. So our conscious mind is all of our reason and logic, our, our five physical senses. And then our subconscious part of our brain is our, pro, well, the word we use in, in, at say seminars is programs, our thinking. I mean, you could say conditioning, you could say belief systems, but we use the word programs. Now, obviously we have very effective programs, but we also have some programs that definitely are saboteurs. And that's, it's those saboteurs that get in the way of us living a life of purpose and a life of vision that creates a legacy that we want to be known for. And then our superconscious is like a connection to something way bigger than us. And so when you start to really examine, like, are you in alignment? What you're thinking and what you're feeling, is it in alignment? Because that's where you're going to start to create the alignment is that when your thoughts and your feelings are congruent that begins to create the alignment inside of ourselves i was reminded of i was watching the news and there was an incredible story uh, you know once some they always have like this it, which i love right now with what they're doing is they're t actually telling success stories of people that have been affected by the coronavirus coronavirus and there is a man that truly 100% almost died and it, because of the work that he was, how he was using his mind, which affected his attitude, which was affecting his behavior, it is a miracle of how he came out of it and with the support of his family. So I say that because I think it's important for all of us to take time out, especially again at this time of year. I mean, we're challenged and it's like, okay, but what am I really saying here? This, you know, have you ever heard that saying, this too shall pass? Well, this too shall pass. But who am I in all of this chaos? Am I letting myself get so scared that I get paralyzed? 
which guaranteed uh, puts a clog on our thought process is because at a time like this, we have got to reach inside of ourselves to the inner strength that we really do have as a human being and remind ourselves of what is most important. Because I think that when we are landed and we've landed on what is most important, whether that is making a difference in the world, whether that is your family and that's making a difference in the world, my business and that's making a difference in the world. But when we are landed and we are clear about what we're committed to, we absolutely 100% will get through this and all of that internal dialogue that stops us from taking action. So we just kind of can hear it and go, thanks for sharing. And this is where I'm going anyway. So with this, I kind of hear two pieces. One is the getting clear on your purpose and vision and getting into alignment. And then the next piece is the taking action and creating and fulfilling and living your vision in the world. Mm, good. Yeah. Very good distinction. And uh, <clears throat> let me start on this. So in we use the pyramid as definitely a uh, an example of what we do. Because uh, when we go to say seven, you get a pen at graduation. LS, you get a uh, WLS, you get a the woman's class, you get a pendant. And the men's class, you actually get a ring. However, on the size seven and the WLS, there's a symbol of the, of the pyramid. And so the pyramid has three sides to it. So that represents that conscious, subconscious, and superconscious of what I was talking about. And at the base of the pyramid is four sides. So our four sides, meaning our physical, our emotional, our mental, and our spiritual. So when we start to do this internal alignment, and we start to really hear what we're really saying to ourselves and really look inside and go, what's important to me? Because if we're just going, going along every single day, we're not going to create a compelling why. We're not. Because it's not that important because it's just things to do. But when you actually have landed someplace on going, this is important to me, that becomes our compelling why. So no matter what obstacles come up, you will find a way to get through that. And the be- and as I, as I heard today, the best weapon that we have is our mind. And so it is critical for us as a human being to always take that time out. And that time out might be meditation. That time out might be just outside in nature where we allow ourselves to turn off all that internal dialogue to get all the clutter out and reach inside and allow ourselves to remind ourselves that we have everything it takes to get through whatever obstacles in, are in front of us. Because if there is never a time more that we must come together and we have got to get incredibly creative. So true. And this year has definitely brought some opportunities to pause and reflect and uh, also put us, uh, get us uncomfortable right? Sometimes it's only when we get super uncomfortable and get up against a wall that our true nature comes out and our true purpose comes out and our fortitude comes out. So on both sides of the spectrum, there's a lot of opportunity from what this year has presented us. Oh, you have, you just said it in a, a nutshell there. I mean, it's, it's almost like when people see, uh, it was kind of funny is because 
you know, people are in the basic seminar and, you know, by the end of the basic, everybody's so excited, right? And it's almost like if somebody was walking by, it's like, what right do you have to be so happy about life right now? I mean, we are in a pandemic. Well, how are we going to get out of this pandemic with that attitude and that creativity and doing things that have never been done before, ever been done before? You know, as I'm also reminded of one of the one of the examples that we use up at the life success course is we have an hourglass and the hourglass is if you can just picture this, if you're uh, listening to it, is the bottom of the hourglass is the past. The top of the hourglass is the future. So as that sand is going through, is in the center is the now. And that is where everything changes. You can't change the past. You cannot predict the future, i.e. last year at this time we were doing our podcast. We had no idea where we would be this year. So we couldn't predict this. But the only way that we're going to shift anything, change anything, is staying in the now. And the truth is, is that time is our most precious commodity. And it takes a very wise person and it takes that wisdom to know how to use it. And that's what I'm going to suggest to everybody that is listening to this call. It is the now. It is this moment in time. So how are you being? What are you thinking right now? Moment. Because whatever it is you're thinking, it is going to happen. It might not happen in that second. It's that's like a vision. A vision doesn't just happen in this moment or in the next 30 days. But it is a gigantic picture that now you align your commitment, your compelling why, that then your principles and defining what those principles are. Because your commitment and your principles, are, your principles are going to drive how you show up in your commitment. So if integrity is one of your principles, then guaranteed how you show up in relationship and in business, it's going to represent that principle. So that's why it is so important for all of us to take time out of our lives to go, wait a second, where am I really? Like really, here we are, end of 2020. And yes, it's been rough. It's been rough, but you're still here. So where will you really be in 2021? And who is it that you are will be in 2021? And start being that person now. As we always say, act as if it is so, so that it becomes so. That's the work that you've got to do on yourself. Is because so often we get caught up in, I, you know, I got to have this. No, you got to be this to do this so you can have this. That be, do, have, absolutely 100% when we are in alignment there, that is living and going towards our vision and creating something that we, when we look back at, even like, let's just say we're standing in the future right now. Let's say we are now talking, you and I, Kat, we are talking December 8th, 2021. So who was I the last 365 days that is creating a vision so who is it that you want to be December 8th 2021 and every moment from this point forward that's who you've got to start to work rigorously with what it is that you're saying to yourself what it who you surround yourself with 
and that every single moment is what I'm doing in this moment, supporting who I say I'm committed to being. Because that is how you create a vision. That is how you create something lasting. You know, I think back at almost 28 years, 27 years ago, when I had this idea of bringing kids up to the ranch uh, and we created Camp Choice. And the vision was always to make a difference in the kids' lives and to allow them to be able to go to the basics, say seven and LS, and to allow their parents to go. That was always the vision. Now, how we got there and what we've been doing, that that's happening, but the mechanics of what we're actually doing at the ranch and how we're doing it, that's shifted a whole, a whole bunch of different ways. But the original vision has never wavered. That's a vision. Because that is a legacy that's going to last way past my lifetime. That's what we're talking about here today. Oh, for sure. And as you mentioned last year at this time, we, we all had grand visions for the year 2020. And for most of us, the year didn't turn out the way we expected. So can you speak to, you know, as many of us have shifted or pivoted or created new visions from this year, uh, what is, like, how do you handle these types of challenges and obstacles? I mean, it, somehow it seems like last year I had all these plans and, and it didn't work out. So why bother setting a new vision, right? So no matter what's going on this year or what's happened or where you're at at the moment, where do you find uh, that fortitude to recreate and revision and uh, forge a new future for yourself? Oh boy, that is absolutely 100% is that lies within every single one of us. And it's tapping back into what's most important and to let what most is what is most important to you drive you. Because I think that we don't we only get obstacles as we only have the things in front of us that stop us so that we tap into the resources that we really have. The obstacles are not there to stop us. They're actually there for us to grow <laughs> and talk about. We have all have the challenge of the opportunity to grow this last year. For sure. Now, some devastated. I'm not taking away from any of that. But I, I believe that we will find a way through this. And no matter what business you're in, no matter what relationship you're in or not in, like we have challenges, as I said, aren't there to stop us, but they're there for us to go, okay, I can't keep doing it the same way I've done it. It forces, I have to get creative. So what keeps us going, I know what has kept me going this year is my absolute 100% belief, my belief in people. Every day I am more inspired than I was the day before. And anytime I doubt myself, I just look at other people and go, wait a second, look where they came from and look what they're doing. Look at the challenge they have. And I get inspiration from other people too, just like I know people get inspiration from me. But we, we do that for each other because we have been faced with so much. I think when we really remind ourselves the value that we have, that we were put on this planet to contribute, we were put on this planet to have an extraordinary life. And when we get caught up in the past and what about this and what about this and what about this, that just starts to diminish ourselves. And it's critical that everyone 
sit back for a moment and really be grateful what has this year thrown to you. I know it's been rough. It's been rough for a lot of people, but there's a reason for it. And so I that reason, whatever this has thrown up in your face, in your life, is setting you up for another phase of your life. You know, I was having a conversation with my husband last night about, we we're talking about vision and we we're talking about, uh, you know, just what does this all mean? And he said something really uh, perfect and important is that he was talking about, you know, because, you know, Gary had a little colored past before I met him. And actually that past that he had, that though he would like to, you know, maybe I should never talk about that past. I don't want people to know about that. Actually, that past has made him in the man that he is today and who he is for all of the kids that come to Camp Choice. They're not kids. A lot of them are incredibly successful young adults now. And that past made him who he is today. Reminds me of something that Maya Angelou says that we talk about at WLS is my past is I'm not going to let go of my past because my, my my past made me who I am today. Like it doesn't have me anymore, but without that past, I would not be who I am today. And I think so often we want to forget things versus wait a second. What's the real lesson? How can I take this to have me be even stronger of a human being and my capacity to live life more passionately and with much more aliveness and purpose versus shoving it underneath the carpet. And certainly our classes have incredible tools for shifting your mindset and getting in touch with your vision and working with your past and being empowered uh, by it. And like you were saying, there have been some very inspirational stories from this last year from our graduates. Oh, some incredible stories. I'm reminded of, there's a couple, if they're listening to this, they'll probably know I'm talking about them, but it's a, it's incredible. I remember this woman from WLS and she fell in love with someone that, uh, she met up at the classes and they got married and, they have incredible careers and they started having children. And I really, she had, she stood and she had definitely had a vision of what she wanted to do with her life when she was at WLS. And I look at, and that's gotta be, Oh heavens, 12 years ago. And I look at who she is today and she is living proof. She has the family that she's always dreamt of. She is in politics, making an incredible difference in her community. And she created a school this year when her kids were going to go to, you know, obviously do online learning. She was very concerned about her oldest daughter because she has dyslexia and she was very concerned about how that was going to work. So being the genius woman that she is, she started a school and between her, her sister and her husband, they take off trading different. They take off during the day and trade which class that they're going to teach. So they each take a couple of hours out of work and they sit down and they're the teacher for the day. And it is such an inspiring, inspiring story. And using all that she has been given and all the tools that she has and 
what she's creating in her life today absolutely is living out the vision that she created for herself at WLS. That's the truth. So every decision that she makes is aligned behind a huge picture of who she will be. And she's being that woman. It's incredibly inspiring. Now, before we go into questions uh, where we can dig a little deeper into these concepts, I do want to take just a moment for all the people listening in who have not yet done our classes. Uh, If you want more tools to support you in your personal growth and living your best life, the PSI Basic Course has extremely effective techniques that you can put into practice right away to achieve goals beyond what you previously thought possible. And for those results that you really want to create in your life, at the Basic Seminar, you get to uncover your limiting beliefs and discover what has been holding you back from living the life of your dreams, whatever that is for you. And it is an experiential class where you'll be immersed in powerful exercises and get to explore who you are, what you really want, and how to get where you want to go. If there's anything you want more, better, or different for yourself and your life, then go to PSIBasicSeminar.com and get registered for the next PSI Basic. We hold classes in cities across the country as well as online. So find a location and date that works for you. Again, that's PSIBasicSeminar.com. So our first question is from NC. Wants to know, what do you do when you have two visions which are opposing each other? Well, you got to get I am reminded of something I actually said in the basic seminar this weekend where I talked about that we have competing intentions. So that's where you've got to go, wait a second, because it, it wouldn't be a vision if it, if they're not in alignment, that's not, then you're, you're not, that's not a vision. So you got to start to ask yourself, wait a second, what, what's going on here? Like what's going to be my guiding force here? Because when you are clear about your purpose, your vision, that everything lines up behind that. So I would say that like do some internal work about mm, where am I incongruent right now? Because there's some incongruency going on internally that you would have two competing or conflicting, as you said. Next from GT, is fear of success a real thing? <laughs> well, based on being in uh, doing the, the trainings for the last, over 30 years, yes, it is. Because I think what happens, fear of success, is that there's we don't we aren't even conscious of it. It's like, oh my gosh, if I get really good at this, if I do this, that means I have to do it again. So if I keep like working on it, it looks like I'm going for it, but I don't really have to put my little tush on the line for it. So yes, that's a real thing for people. Just like fear of failure, fear of success. Next from SH. When coming up with a vision for the future, how far out should we be thinking? I think um, when we're really talking about vision, I think that is a huge, like, this is who I am. This is what I stand for. And so that's that's big. I think we, your question more, I, it sounds like you're talking about goals. And that's different than a vision. So a vision is like this big picture. It's the framework. 
by which that holds everything else. Next from another SH, how do you get out of, I'm good, I don't need anything else? <laughs> well, the truth is you don't, you don't need anything else. The question to ask yourself is, uh, have you, are you settling? And if you have, if you're good, great. Then my question to you would be, where are you contributing? Because there's a whole lot of people out there that definitely need some support right now. So you might be great. You might be good. But how are you taking what you have and putting it out there? Because that is the true definition of giver's game. You got to put it out for everything to come back. So I got to start asking, hmm, am I settling? Am I like getting myself really comfortable or am I really risky? And maybe contributing to somebody else would be a huge risk. Next from JH, what are some strategies to let go of the past? So uh, I would definitely listen to one of the recordings that we have in the for the basic seminar is on the three R's because there is definitely to re-listen to that for yourself is that you can go in there and go, okay, so how come I'm holding on to the past? Like start asking yourself, what am I getting out of this? Because there's some benefit that you're getting holding on to it. Or you're, you want to be right about something, so you're holding on to something. But you're also paying some really big prices. So my suggestion is, yes, I, I think you should re listen to that recording, but I also think you maybe do some journaling and start asking, like, hmm, how come I'm not letting go of this? Because I definitely am getting something out of it. And most of the time when we hold on to things is it is a great reason not to move forward. It's a great reason to not risk. And it actually puts us in a huge state of decay when we're holding on to things. And I got, hey, hear me. I know that a lot of us have a lot of things that have happened in our life that uh, when it comes up, it, you know, it gets us. It's like a button just got pushed, but on the, and on a bigger scale, is looking at, hmm, holding on to this, I'm not available to the people in my life because I'm attached to something, especially the past. We can't go back and change the past. All we can do is put on a different set of glasses and go, okay, how do I look at this differently so it doesn't have me? Because whatever that is has got you. It's controlling you. So you got to start to ask yourself is, hmm, how come, how come I'm letting this really get to me this much? You know, there's also a great podcast episode you did, Kathy, on forgiveness. Well, then listen to that one. <laughs> <laughs> and not just forgiving others, right? Also forgiving yourself. Oh, so forgiving ourselves. Like, think about that. I mean, how many people just in this last year is, you know, they're upset. like I set a big goal for myself for this year and I didn't get to do it. So then we beat ourselves up about it. But sometimes there's something bigger at work here. And so forgiving ourselves is a huge, huge, huge gift. Because the truth is, I believe that we're being we're doing the best job we know how to do with what we know. Actually starting to do this work on ourselves 
is where we get to uncover all the things that we didn't even know that we know and all the things that we didn't even know that we didn't even know. That's the beauty of it all. Next from JS, I'm struggling to find my vision and my why. How do I work through that struggle to clarify my vision? I think it's important to just sit down and ask yourself what is important to you and to ask yourself what, what really matters to you and who do you want to be known for? Like, who do you want to be known for uh, this lat in the next year? Because sometimes when we look and go, wait a second, do I want to be known for that person that is complaining about things and is confused about things and waiting for things to happen? Or I want to, do I want to be that proactive person? And do I want to be known as the person that is like anything's possible? Uh, do I want to be known as the person that actually has a great attitude about things no matter what comes at them? Or do I want to be known as the reactive person and I can't do this and I don't want this and da, 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 and negative about everything? So I think that you just, you really got to sit down and do some, hmm, what does matter to me? And are the actions I'm taking today supporting what I say is important to me? You know, as you were just uh, talking about that, it occurred to me what could be valuable is writing out a, a list of ways that I want to be, as mm. opposed to a list, a vision list of all the things that I want to get done in my life. So it's not a bucket list. It's a to be list, the kind oh. of person I want to be list. Perfect. Perfect. That's actually excellent. So it goes back to what I was talking about, Kat, of be, do, have. Who am I going to be so that I can do this and then I can have that? Most of the time we're doing that backwards. So that's very good. Yeah, because I think I was even thinking about I could do that for myself and how that could really filter into once I'm clear on really that person that I want to be, that out of that could arise what I want to do in the world. At 100%. 100%. So next from CM, what are some strategies for overcoming the current noise and polarization in our world? Oh, boy. That is a really good question. It's been a rough one. It really has. And I'm going to, I'm going to go back to, you know, it's, it is, um, it sounds so simple, but it's really respecting one another, regardless of our differences. It's like, let's just agree to disagree, but who you are as a human being, I'm still going to respect because no matter what side of the coin you're on, or where you live or where you come from, we have, we're similar. And I believe 100% at a very strong level, we are connected. So if I start to look at what's right about people versus what's wrong, and if I respect them, so give people what you want. If you want to be, re if you want respect, you've got to give respect. If you want love, you got to give love. And I, I remember it's another thing that Maya Angelou, I, I'll paraphrase it. It's something to the effect of uh, something they don't know any better. So next from L.O., when facing the loss of all you have worked for your entire life, how do you look to a future of abundance? It's a great question. It's really good. Is that 
you're abundant as a human being. Maybe the things that you have are not there, but who you are, you are abundant. I know that that sounds so, well, I've just lost my business and this and that. I get it, but you got to stand back and go, wait a second. I created it once, I can create it again. You got to remind yourself of all that you have been given. And maybe it's going to look completely different. But to be grateful for what you do have in this moment, not what you used to have or that you work for so hard for and you don't have it anymore. However, this is a new moment in time. So the picture of what you create from this point forward could be a completely different picture. Yes, certainly gratitude is a gateway to abundance, isn't it? Oh, it's not first and foremost, you know, just to be grateful that we are healthy and living. Next from KD, when your vision affects others, how do you best inspire them to get on board? (laughs) Oh, I love that one. I love that one because mine always affects others (laughs) and so uh you get really really good in what what's the benefit for them and you get really really good at that like what you know because all of us want to know like well what's in it for me right and your excitement your compassion and your passion and your commitment and knowing that you can't do it alone So it is definitely an enrollment exercise for sure. So there's a number of questions like this one, even though there's an early one that was similar from CB. What are strategies to be very clear on your vision? What are the important parts to make sure you include in your vision and things like, do you need to speak in the present tense as if, as if it's already reality and, how often do you revisit it? So there's sort of some technical questions, the mechanics of what, how do I do this? That is so great. So I was reading uh, Mr. Wilhite's, uh, when you go to say seven, you get the manuscripts, the path to liberty. And so he, there is a chapter on vision. And so he talks about how he woke up in the middle of the night and he drew something and then he went back to sleep. And it was really what he drew was his subconscious mind was creating site seminars. And so when he woke up and he saw the pyramid and three levels of mind and he started thinking about, okay, so I am committed to make that people have a better life. I want to make a difference in the world. And so that was a idea, something he, he wrote down, and then he started taking action. You know, 48 years le- uh, later, at, it looks completely different. However, the vision of making a difference on this planet and that people have better lives, and it all starts first with you got to know what you're thinking. Peace of mind. If we want peace in the world, we've got to have peace of mind, and that first starts with ourselves. So I think that what you're asking, again, I think that sometimes we get into this to-do list for a vision. That's not a to-do list. Like a vision is like my compelling leads me to 
I'm committed to making a difference on the planet. I'm committed to creating abundance in my life. And abundance could be how I am contributing to people. So I think that there's, we get a little askew of what uh, we're thinking of goals versus the, the vision and then my compelling why that has me actually accomplish my goals and get on it. Because guess what? When we write down a goal, it's not always going to happen. You know, part of success is failure. That's just the way that it is. So again, I go back to like, who do you want to be known for? Like, what's the mark you're going to leave on this planet? What's your legacy? As we started off, uh, which I thought was a really great point, Kat, that you said, is that uh, our legacy is part of our vision. Next from MK, what routines do you have to stay on track and keep your vision top of mind? It's who I, it's who I am. And I, when you ask, when that question is, uh, is asked, I'm like, it's how I live my life. So what we were talking about earlier is that if here's my vision, like I'm committed to making a difference on this planet, I want people's lives to be richer and fuller and that we respect one another and that we contribute and we see something that, you know, there's a need and we fill it every single day. You get paid uh, in direct proportion of the service that you render to mankind. So that I think that I ask myself, is this, is this supporting who I am committed to being? And it, and at some point it's unconscious because it's just in your bones by now. So it's who you are. And when you're really grounded and centered in what it is you're committed to, like everything that you do is going to line up behind it because it's now inside of you. You are congruent inside. Your conscious, your subconscious, your superconscious is absolutely 100% congruent. And you will know when you're not congruent. And I will say that over the years, seeing not only my own experience, but seeing so many thousands of people go through the leadership seminars, that people come out of that class grounded in their vision in a way that really shifts their entire life. And people notice like there's something different about you. And it's because you're aligned and grounded. Um, You know, it's hard to imagine that a class can create those sorts of transformations and shifts. Uh, It is an incredible class and it does indeed. 100%. But I think that it's not so much the class it's the environment, yes. It is definitely, I think, when people come to the leadership seminars, that's part of the reason they're coming. It's like, where am I going? Mm. Like, I've produced great results in my life. That's not why I'm here. It's like, okay, who am I as a man? Who am I as a, am I, am I as a woman? What's the mark I'm committed to leaving on this planet? Like, now that's where I can create a vision. Because I'm not worried about like, oh, I'm not good enough. What are people going to think? I'm going to get rejected. I might fail. I might like, does all that stuff come up still? Yes. But when you are grounded in like you're solid of who you are and what you stand for, that like people gravitate towards you because of that, you know, we attract a vibration. And so what kind of vibration have you been uh, attracting? Priceless. 
So next from DA, how do you know the values that anchor your vision? Not sure if I, I really understand the question because you would know what your values are. So if somebody does not know what their values are. Ah, okay. So then I would first, I would do an inventory of the results you have in your life because that's really going to tell you what you value. So you'd look and go, my values is that as, uh, is values same as principles? So am I integrous? Do I keep my word? Do I keep my word with myself? Do I keep my word with other people? Am I respectful? Do I take care of myself? Am I respectful towards myself? Am I respectful towards other people? And start noticing what it is that you say to yourself about you and other people and what's, what value you put on you and what you have to contribute to someone else. Is it love? Is it unconditional? So there would be, again, opportunity to do some self-inventory because you would know for sure what your values are. Because the truth is we're born into this world perfect. Yep, and there's this recurring theme of a self-inventory. And honestly, most people just do not stop to take the time because it's not easy to do, right? Unless you're faced with, uh, you know, a, a health diagnosis, a, some sort of scare that makes you consider your life. And certainly this year has been a scare in all sorts of different ways. Uh, that's something about going to the basic in our classes is that you take a weekend out of your life, you take a week out of your life, and you have time to reflect, you have time to do that inner work that otherwise we just don't take the time for. 100%. That is so, that is absolutely 100% true. Like where I can go, that's my self inventory. Okay, where am I really? Like what identifying what point A is and telling my truth, myself the truth about what point A is. Because I mean, we are very hard on ourselves and sometimes very critical or we want to kind of brush over things because we think that if it's not great, then, you know, there's something wrong with us. No, it's just, like I said earlier, is that all of us are doing the best job we know how to do. Now, let's do, okay, what are all the things I haven't been looking at and peel back the layers of the onion even more so to get back to who I really am? Because every single one of us were brought into this world loving and trusting and passionate. We were massive risk takers coming into this world as a child growing up. And then, you know, we get caught up in the everyday life. And so taking that time and going, wait a second, I got to let that, dis I got to display these values. So this is what shows up in how my attitude and my behavior and the results I'm producing. So it's an incredible opportunity. Uh, additionally, we have at least one podcast episode uh, specifically on values you can listen to. Oh, good. You know, the other thing I was going to say, Kat, is that when you were talking about the basic seminar that, you know, we do it all over the country, but we do it actually all over the world. Let's not forget about, you know, we're doing a class in London in May and uh, up in Canada. And so it's it's everywhere. But I think the beauty of the online class is that everywhere, people from all over the world were on that class. It was so great. That's true. That was very exciting having people from all over. Next from FT, can you provide a few questions that I can begin to ask myself to think 
differently about my future. I'd like to just think outside the box more or color outside the lines, and I feel like my thoughts are in the same old box. Oh, it's so true. Then I would, I would honestly, so there's a tool. I don't know if you're a graduate or not, but I would definitely use your screen of the mind is so you create your screen in your mind and picture yourself where you are right now. And you have that dark frame around the screen and this is where you're at. So as you said, you're in the box. So you're sitting in a box on that one. Now, take that dark screen away and now you have the black blank screen and put bright white lights and if you had a magic fairy like magic wand where do you want to be in six months where do you want to be in one year and picture that whether that is physically whether that is in your relationship whether that is financially whether that is your connection your contribution to your community like What's that picture? And that's where you start. That's where you start. If there was, if failure was not an option, what would you want? That's a powerful question. You know, another one I like, I forget where I heard this. It was, what would I do if I loved myself unconditionally? That's a good question. It's a really good question. It's a great question to ask everybody listening to the podcast to actually start to answer it. You know, if I love myself unconditionally, what would I be putting in my body? What would I be doing with my body? Uh, Would I be uh, opening up to the people in my life? Would I be much more the people in my life? Would I must be much more trusting of myself, taking actions on things I've just been thinking about, but really put into action? things. If I love myself, I would not hesitate. I would just go for it. To me, I think that that's what we do. Every time that we get committed to our personal growth, every time we get committed to something bigger than we currently have, that's how we show love to ourselves. Most definitely. So before um, you give the takeaways from the training tonight, could you just take a quick couple minutes for the people on uh, listening in who have not yet done our classes to share about the experiential nature of our trainings and what makes them different from everything else that's out there? Oh, sure. I'd love to. So we have three classes. We have our basic seminar, we have our life success course, and we have a men's and women's leadership seminar. So I'm going to go back to what I was talking about earlier is our conscious mind, our subconscious mind, and our superconscious mind. So in the basic, that's we delve into our conscious and our uh, subconscious. So about 30% of the class is lecture, and the other 70% is experiential, meaning you're going to do exercises. You're going to do closed eye visualizations. You're going to do exercises with other people in the room. You're going to answer questions in small groups. You learn a whole lot from other people and they learn a lot from you. And so experiential is that because you're actively in it. So that even we take it to an even next step in our life success course, because that's 
very much about taking everything from the basic seminar that you just uncovered and now putting yourself in an environment for seven days that you have an opportunity to break through and move through anything and everything that has held you back in your life and things you didn't even know that held you back in your life. But to actually come out of those seven days as solid as a rock that you 100 uh, percent make a difference in this world and who you are makes a huge contribution and anything is possible. That's the truth. And we do a lot of outdoor exercises because when you are physically engaged and you're doing things that you didn't really think that you could do or you have never done, it starts to shift your neuropathways in your brain. And in our leadership seminars, as we talked about earlier, is all about, so the basic is all about un uncovering, discovering, like what's my thinking? What's the thinking that works? What's the thinking that doesn't work? And Psy 7 is all about busting through to new levels you didn't even know was possible, about who you are, your connection to other people, your connection to yourself, and absolutely getting a clarity of purpose and all the uncovering all the things that we get attached to, so to speak. And so by the time you come to the leadership seminars, now it's like, okay, let's go. Like, who am I really as a woman? Who, is, who am I really as a man? And reintroducing the man or woman that you've been searching for your entire life. So those three classes, the best on the planet. Yes, indeed. And they all start, it all starts with the PSI Basic Seminar. And you can find out more at PSIBasicSeminar.com. So what are your takeaways for us, Kathy? I think that as I'm looking at some of my notes that I took, but also just thinking is the biggest takeaway is that that you actually give yourself uh, some time to first what you have accomplished this year and to be in gratitude of what that you're healthy and living and you're here on this planet and to start to value who you are and the difference that you make and what is your contribution and to really ask yourself, okay, so who am I going to be by December 8th, 2021? Like standing in the future, stand in that future so that you become that person and everything that you do in the now, this moment will affect who it is you say you're committed to being over the next year. I'm excited to do another podcast episode next December where we can revisit this, Kathy. Oh my gosh, that'll be so good. Like that'll be the question. Who were you, who did you become for 2021? Making making a note of that. So okay. this was <laughs> this was a perfect topic as we finish up this crazy year. So thank you so much Kathy for your teaching and and sharing your experience and wisdom with us. Well, thank you very much for having me, Kat. It's great. And thank you to everyone listening in. We hope that you enjoyed the training and have some new tools to move you forward in the pursuit of your dreams and goals. You don't want to miss next month's training. It's scheduled for Tuesday, January 12th, with PSI facilitator Rob Rowe talking about 
The Power of Intention, and we will be having a whole new format for you. You can register now at psilive.com, and remember to ask your questions when you register. Again, that's psilive.com. If you're getting value from our podcast, don't forget to leave a review on iTunes and subscribe so you automatically get new episodes each month. Plus, definitely share it with anyone you think would benefit. Again, for those of you who are new to PSI seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI Basic course, you can go to psibasicseminar.com where you'll find information about the class as well as the upcoming dates and locations that are open for registration. Thank you, everyone. We appreciate you taking the time out to listen in. Go out and create an extraordinary life.